John chapter 6 verse 26 gives us a point number 10 how one knows that your spiritual life is backsliding or you have fallen for you to know that spiritually you have fallen no matter how you may be in church no matter how you may be praying no matter how people may see you still looking strong and and believing God but for you to know that you're fallen spiritually you begin to look for more miracles than looking for God the moment your life shifts to looking for miracles than God, that's a red flag. Something spiritual is not okay. And if you're watching me now and you are in that category, just know that you need to amend your life tonight. I'm telling you, the enemy will make your focus to go on miracles than having your focus being in your relationship with Jesus. Let's go into the scripture, what the Bible says. Jesus answered them and said, Most assuredly, I said to you, You seek me, not because you saw the signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set his seal on him. It says, you want me. This is Jesus. Because I provided into your lives. I gave you food. I gave you miracles. Where was this? This is when Jesus performed a miracle where he multiplied bread and multiplied fish. And the Bible says so many people followed him. So he said, you are following me because of food, because of the miracles. But hear this, the food I gave you can perish. But my spiritual food I can give you endures forever. So how do you know you're backsliding or spiritually things are not okay? It is when you begin to actually put your eyes on, I need a miracle. I need this to happen. I need change to happen to me. Oh, prophet, today is my day. I need this to happen. I have no problem for you to believe God for miracles because that's who God is. God is a miracle on his own. He's a miracle worker. And right here, as I'm standing here, I believe in miracles and I see God moving. I see miracles every day. My life is a miracle. Everything around me a miracle. I see miracles everywhere. But hear this. I don't seek them more than I seek God. I don't, I don't have an attachment to miracles than I have with my God. It is a sign of falling spiritually. Are you following? Philippians 2 verse 21. I want you to see this. Philippians 2. For all seek their own. Not the things which are of Christ Jesus. Can you imagine? It says they seek their own. 
So all, all you begin to do when you fall spiritually, you don't even know it. So you'll be in church every single day, but all you're looking for is provision. I need God to give me a door. I want God to open my life. I want God to do this. But there is no interaction. There is no connection between your spirit and God's spirit. So God is wondering what is happening with this woman. She really wants this breakthrough. She wants this man to come back. But I have no relationship. Read that scripture again. In the New Living Translation. All the people care only for themselves. And not for what matters to Jesus Christ. Can you imagine that? All the others care only for themselves. And not for what matters to Jesus Christ. Do you know what, what matters to Jesus? Do you know what matters? It's when you realize he died for you. When you live your life knowing that this is my life. Because Jesus gave it to me. Someone paid the price. Someone shed the blood. He was crucified. And he had you in his mind. And then he said, it is finished. Can you imagine that? You die for somebody. You, you die for somebody. And that person, all they want from you is a miracle. Not you. Can you imagine? You die for somebody and that person comes back on your grave and they say, please, if all you can do for me is to give me a job. Not you, but all they're looking for. So the Bible says they shall be looking. All they'll be taking care of for themselves. Hear this. I am saying I believe in miracles because I believe in God. But that it's not my priority. Miracles are not a priority to me. People who seek miracles more than God will never find them. Because it is God who is a miracle. Amen. Your salvation is your biggest miracle. Amen. There is no any other miracle that shall come to you more than your salvation. In case you don't know, it was not easy for you to be saved. It was not easy as you think. God made a way and you, here you are. You are in the presence of God. It is a miracle. Maybe in case you don't know. You drift sometimes. You go to the world but he calls you back all the times. Your salvation is your miracle. Come on, say with me, my salvation, my salvation is my miracle. Hallelujah. Amen. So if we are, if, if, so what must I do? It's like people love more miracles more than they love God. Did you hear that? So we say, oh, I love Jesus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love Jesus. But guess what? People right now, some people will fail to go to heaven because of money. Money will make people feel money. Money. Some people because of a house. Useless things. A car. 
useless things. And God looks at you and sees what you value most. And he says, so he values the house more than he values my kingdom. Okay, so prophet, tell us, what is the biggest thing? What must I do? I'm in church, I pray, I do. What is the biggest thing? Matthew 22. Let's go to Matthew 22. Verse 36. Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus is being asked a question. Which one is the biggest commandment? What do you want us to do? Above everything. Which one is the biggest commandment? The, the whole Bible. Which one is the biggest commandment? The whole Bible. Which one is the biggest commandment? Second scripture. Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Full stop. Not you shall love miracles, you shall love this, you shall love, you shall love your Lord with all. Go back to the scripture. With all your what? And again with your what? And with your what? Heart, soul, mind. What does that mean? Because it is the heart. It is the soul and the mind. If you sit, these are the things which get troubled. So you'll be looking at situations. I haven't done that. I haven't done that. I haven't said love the Lord your God with all your heart. What are the things which people get worried of? Number one, how to please yourself and your family. Pleasing yourself and your family becomes an obstacle in loving God. Because, watch this, anybody who loves God, he will never please people. He will never please people. You see, we have people who have a problem, an addiction, and a serious addiction, where they want people to validate them. They have a validity problem. All they want is to be validated. People to, not somebody who loves Jesus. Listen to me. Light and darkness will never love one another. People will not love you because they will not love what you do. If you love Jesus and everybody around you loves you too, it means you are loving a different Jesus. If you love Jesus with all your heart, your mind and strength, and all people still love you, your Jesus is questionable. They will never love you. And in no any place in the scripture, the Bible says people shall love you. If you know me. No. There are many reasons. Why? Number one, because light and darkness cannot what? 
Two, because you will have conviction against certain things they do. Three, because God will give you some favors which they don't have. And they will hate you for that. So people have got a problem of pleasing themselves, family, and friends. And this is where people fall. Because you will find yourself in places you're not supposed to be found because you don't want to make them sad. Are you understand what I'm saying? You will find yourself with the people you're not supposed to be found yourself with because you don't want to make them angry. Use wisdom. Find a way of walking out. Number two. You cannot love your God with your heart, your mind, and your soul if you have issues, problems, worried with how will I pay my bills. Your bills are a last thing to worry about. I'm telling you, Jesus even challenged that. He said, don't even worry about tomorrow. He says, people of miracles, their tomorrow is worried about itself. He even challenges you. He says, tomorrow will worry itself. Come on, somebody say yes. yes. Number three, finding those relationships that seem to build our self-confidence. There are people who all they're trying to do is to find somebody who can build their self-confidence. And they end up losing their salvation. Do you know who you are in the spirit? Do you know when you are walking, do you know how you look like in the spirit? One day try to tell God to say, open my eyes. I want to know who I am. And go on the mirror and look at yourself for five minutes. Just keep on looking at yourself like this. See if you're not going to run away. You will run away from yourself. If God will open your eyes to see how you look like. You will see a beam of light. On the mirror. Just a beam of light. You are not what you think you are. In the spirit you matter. The Bible means it. When it says you are a new creation. You are not an ordinary person moving in the street. You are a person when Jesus is coming up there. This gravity will have no power over you. The earth will not have power to hold you. Those shoulders of yours, you shall see yourself moving, going up, walking without anybody holding you. Where the rest of people will still be standing on the earth. That's where you will know the difference between you and ordinary people. Right now, you don't you know. You will see that day when rapture is taking place. You will be shocked that you are in the air and the rest of people are not in the air. But now you don't even know how special you are. Come on, somebody say, I'm not like any other person. Like any other person. You see, you're speaking and you're doubting. Like say louder, say it louder. Say, I'm not like any other person. Like say, I'm extraordinarily. Extra Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes. Stop worried about this life. Stop getting worried about the things of this earth. Stop worried. 
Do you know when God created Adam, he, he, he made him as a prophet. His wife was a prophet. They were in the spirit, living in the spirit world. Everything they were seeing, it was in the spirit. Until they sinned against God, they became natural. So they would even talk to God at any time. They are the ones we are naming animals. The Bible says every animal that said you are a hyena. Until today is called a hyena. You are a lion. It became a lion. You are this. You are that. They were prophets. They were prophetic. Until when they were now deceived by the enemy. When the enemy said if you, if you eat that, you shall have what? Knowledge. When they ate it, they became actually foolish. So people get so worried about this world. Get worried about job, what to eat. What he, This is exactly what happened with Adam. Adam was living a good life. There was no worry. Until deception came and said, can you be worried? You are not thinking like God. In a quest to fulfill that, they were kicked out. to say, no, get out of here. Get out. He had power over everything. He was made in the image and likeness of God. He would speak and things would appear. And that's who you are now. You took it back. When you received Jesus, you took that Adamic anointing. You took it back upon you. So don't worry about what's going to happen today or tomorrow. No. Speak. Make statements and they will happen. And never doubt what you say. Declare tomorrow this will happen in my account. It will happen. Never doubt it. Speak and watch over it. Never doubt. Speak. Speak it. Never behave like a beggar. We have people who always beg God. All the times, God, I need this. Give me that. Give Oh, give me. No, 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 no. You are a creator. The Bible says we are co-creators. Co-heirs. Speak what you want to happen into existence. And it shall be done. Amen. Declare it. Come on, somebody say faith. faith. And I want you to see this. Never worry. Never think about anything. Have this stubborn faith. No matter your bank balance, you are, not, you are not defined by what is happening in your account right now. You are defined by what is in your heart. The level of your faith. You are not what your salary is. You are not what people think you are. You are not what anyone thinks. You are everything. You can become anything, anytime. That's who you are. Oh my goodness. That's who you are. Come on, someone say, I'm, I'm, I'm unstoppable. If you have that mentality, you are not falling spiritually. But when you begin to worry, when you begin to worry about life, what's going to happen there? What, just know, just know you are far away from receiving anything from the Father. People who performed miracles in this Bible never worried. Never. Nobody who worried got a miracle in the back. Nobody. I am telling you, nobody. 
See the people in the Bible. Let me just give you a few examples. People who saw miracles in the Bible. Look at Elisha. Are you, are you understand what I'm saying? They are saying there is no food. The whole country. He says by tomorrow, there shall be plenty. There was no worry. He said by tomorrow. One man was worried. He said because you are being worried, what I have said, you shall see it. But only you, you will not partake to it. And it came to pass. It came to pass. Never worry at all costs. You are bigger than what you are passing through right now. And the men of God and women of God in the Bible, they proved it. That they were bigger than their situations. They proved it. They proved it. Look, 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 look at Moses. Look at Moses. Everybody is worried. Everyone is crying. We don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. He says, he takes a rod, he goes on the water. He points at the sea and the sea parts. They walk. Are you understanding me? A woman who child died. Who Elisha had prophesied. The child died. When she walked out, the husband said, is everything okay? Her answer was, it is well. Her answer was, it is well. There is no worry for a believer. Come on, tell your neighbor. If you have a neighbor, tell that neighbor next to you, say, do I look like I'm worried? Tell them not here anymore. Not here anymore. Come on, somebody say not here anymore. Say I'm changing things tonight. Say I will handle things. Say matters are in my own hands. That's how you behave. That's how you behave. That's how you behave. That's how you behave. No matter what, never worry. It is a sign you're falling spiritually. Can you imagine? The, moment, the more you look for things of the world more. I need that. I need that miracle. I need that breakthrough. More than you need God. Something's wrong. If you see a person looking for miracles, then they are looking for God. Something's wrong. If you begin to love so much breakthroughs, then you love God. Something is wrong. And you need help. The more you begin to love things, certain things so much, that you want God to do for you, more than you love God himself, something is wrong. You see, salvation is a very good platform. God saves you and puts you on a platform where most people move out by themselves. They may still be in church, not knowing actually you are no longer there. All you're looking for now is you just want a miracle. You just want things to be fixed around you. You must be very careful. You must. In Malachi 3 verse 7, let's read what the Bible say. Yet from the days of your fathers, you have gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. Return to me. And I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you said, 
In what way shall we return? I just want you to hear this. Can you imagine? Imagine that statement. When the Bible says you have actually turned away from my ways. Now it says return to me. Meaning you were there before. So now the, the, the Bible says you are asking now. How shall, how shall I return? It says you are now asking. How would I go back? Do you know why? Because when you don't even know that you are actually not in a place. So you may be praying like King Saul. King Saul had fallen before the presence of God. Yet the anointing was still upon his head. The anointing was still upon his head. And God said, I have rejected him. Yet David said, I can't kill him because he is anointed. So the anointing was working over there. But God says, no, it doesn't matter. Listen to me. Whether you preach, whether you command demons to come out, whether the anointing is working on you or not, but the Bible says, God said, I have rejected him. He is anointed, but I have what? I have rejected him. Rejection. Guys, can you, you can have rejection. You can survive rejection of men, but not God's rejection. Can you imagine he was living on earth, still going to the temple, still praying. We were in the heavens. There was a rejection from God. So I have rejected you. Do you know why? Simple things. He began to love the things of the world more than the things of God. And what was the things of the world he loved most? He loved so much power that he would even want to kill someone thinking he's a threat. There are people who love so much power. They want influence. People to say that one, this one, you must be very careful. God can reject you. They love power. They love relevance. They love to be important. God said, hey, 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 brother So, I have rejected you. Relevance. He loved so much the things of the world. Not only that, he even began to go to witch doctors. An anointed man of God. He began to go to witch doctors. How dare you? How would you do such? We have people in church now who when they pray, when they think, when they see things are delaying, they have another option. Maybe let me try that. Let me try. Maybe, maybe let me try you. How dare you? How dare you? God said, I have rejected you. I have rejected you. He even went to, to a witch doctor. And he said, hey, which doctor? Which doctor said, yes, sir. He says, I, I want you to call a dead spirit. We have people today who go to visit the dead and call the spirits of the dead. The ancestors. He said, I want to call, I want to, I want to call the spirit. 
of prophet Samuel. And the, and the Bible said the spirit appeared. And the, when the spirit appeared of Samuel, the spirit came with a curse. He says, hey, brother Saul, why are you disturbing me? He says, because of this, you are following me in the land of the dead. <laughs> and how many days later? Same week, he also died. Rejected. I want to say this to you. God wants your life reconciled. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Do, I know you love miracles, but do not love them more than you love your God. Amen. Just raise your hands to you, to God. And I want us to make a prayer again tonight. Father, help us. We're your people, we're your children. So raise up your hands where you are. And make a short prayer to God. Say, God, help me tonight. Help me tonight. I repent of my mistakes. I repent of my negligence. I repent of every moment that I was not serious. You can fix your life. You can fix everything around you. And make things right with your God. 